We're welcoming Stephanie Reed in studio today uh, as we are drawing ever closer to Election Day. Uh, I know you're you're pretty happy to see the light at the end of the tunnel, aren't you? I am. It's been a lot of work and a long road, but I'm excited. Okay, tell us what you what what your gut is telling you now as far as where are we with the uh, the Lynchburg City Council race. Do you feel like people uh, in the city are engaged and excited and ready to you know make their voices heard i think so i mean i've been knocking doors our team has been knocking doors since june and um you know everybody that we've talked to has concerns everybody um it seems to want some change um some fresh perspective on council um some some um plans of action you know for the city so i think people are excited we just need turnout you know if you have an energized um um, base that's great, but we just need to get everybody out to vote and, and let their you know desire their their needs be heard, and hopefully we can um, we can give them some positive responses. You know. So when you go out and you're knocking on doors and you're talking to people, what are the number one issues that people are talking about that they're really concerned about? Uh, you know, the same things that we kind of identified as issues going into this. Public safety is a big concern. A lot mm-hmm. of families are concerned about, you know, the gun violence that we're seeing throughout the city and throughout, you know, in any time of day right. all over the place. Yeah, middle uh, of the afternoon. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what we've had to inform them is the reason why we're seeing a rise in crime is because we're seeing uh, lack of support at the public safety sector. Mm-hmm. And we need to make sure we address that issue off the bat. And then uh, the schools, a lot of parents have concerns. A lot of people, parents have pulled their kids out of schools for different reasons. And so, and there's frustrated teachers in the schools. Sure. Uh, frustrated families that have their kids still in the schools. So that's a huge issue. Um, and then you've got people who um, are frustrated with the schools and they don't have the means to take their correct. kids out. There's, correct. And I've talked to people about that. You know, what am I supposed to do? That's I can't, right. I don't have the, the, the means to that's pay right. for private education. That's right. And what's upsetting is that those parents are being silenced at school board meetings with their frustrations. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so when they're they're being shut out of, of the decision-making process and then their kids are suffering and they have no other option to put them anywhere else, I mean, it's very upsetting. Right. So that's a huge concern of everybody's. And then also um, just taxes and the economy. Right. We're still trying to recover from the pandemic. You know, businesses are tr- still trying to get back to where they were and people aren't working. We're still having trouble getting people to come, you know, <laughs> seek employment and mm-hmm. so we're having a lot of uh, still uh, after effects from that and then just again the with with the national issue that we're dealing with with inflation and then you have high taxes locally people are really feeling it and mm-hmm. they're concerned mm-hmm. well you know lynchburg was one of the few cities that decided as we're heading into uh, what many believe is going to be a recession a full-blown recession um they decided to increase taxes in the city and many people feel like that simply was not justified. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you, what do you say when people talk to you about that and they look you in the eye and they say, what are you going to do? Well, I agree. And what's funny is whenever I say it shouldn't have happened, the, my opposition will say, uh, well, if you're going to cut taxes, then what services are you going to cut? And that's not how it works. Right. That's not how it works. When we had a $50 million surplus last year at the end of the fiscal year, and, and the opposition's argument is, well, that was... Um, a one-time one yeah. relief money we couldn't have forecasted. Well, what's the explanation for right now when we're looking at $60 million? Right. What's that explanation? And what that tells you is we have over $100 million of surplus money mm-hmm. that isn't being allocated now. Right. What happens at the federal and state level? They refund us our money. Right. When they don't spend it, we get it back. 
Good. Yeah. Uh, well, either Lynchburg City needs to figure out a way to do that to its you know community members who are struggling, or you better tell me where it's going and mm-hmm. it better be justified. That's right. That's right. You know, and so and not on is, eight thousand dollar trash cans. Correct. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. That I may mean, have exaggerated that, but, but no. But the, the, I told someone at the door the other day. I said, listen. Here's here's what we owe it to the taxpayer. If you have a hole in your roof and your HVAC system's not working and you have the money to fix that and you take your family to Disney World instead, mm-hmm. right? Not, not wise spending. That's right. That's right. So when we have a public safety crisis mm-hmm. and a school crisis, mm-hmm. you don't buy solar powered trash cans right now. Right. That that is not saying it's a horrible idea to do in the future, but right. not wise spending. Yeah. Well, and when you've got Jefferson Crossing mm-hmm. completely shutting down mm-hmm. and putting people on the street mm-hmm. because and that subsidized housing. Right. And it's horrible. Right. If you look at the pictures, mm-hmm. you know, we need to be holding those folks accountable. That's yes. our money. That's right. Going in to a hellhole. That's right. I mean, if you look at those pictures, roaches, mold, mm-hmm. uh, water coming through the roof, mm-hmm. and and then they would still rather be there than not know where they're going to lay their head right. at night. Those are real, huge, legitimate issues mm-hmm. that need to be addressed. I agree. Yep. So, uh, where? What's your next week going to look like? Your next ten days. So we're still out knocking doors, mm-hmm. trying to make a last final push for people to make sure that they, you know, are going to turn out to vote. Because, you know, when you start early, people are like, oh, it's so November seems so far away when mm-hmm. you knock in June. But yeah, now yeah. we're here we are. That's right. So we're like, come on, you know, you got to go. You got to show up. Make sure you. And, and again, reminding people that they have three votes because people are still confused. Let's this is talk, a war let's election. talk yeah. about that. Yeah, sure. But, and, and explain the difference. Right. Okay. Because I, I do think there is some confusion there. Right. OK, so this year we have seven candidates vying for three open seats. Um, So everybody, when you go to vote, uh, whether it's early voting on on Election Day, you have three options, three votes. You can vote up for up to three candidates. Um, And the top three vote getters are who will win the seats. And Mm -hmm. then, of course, we have a congressional uh, race as well. So um, you get to vote for one of the two congressional candidates and three of the city council candidates. So I think there's a lot of confusion for people thinking it's a ward election, which is the opposite two years. So the next two years we'll do, you would just vote for the person in your ward. But right now you get three votes. There are three seats to fill. And so when you go in, you don't have to, you can't vote for more than three. Correct. Um, but you can vote for less. I mean, if something happens, you only want two out of the seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just know that's kind of wasting a vote. And a if you bit, don't go in sure. and vote, you can't complain. Right. When the when the results come out, especially the right. business owners have got mm-hmm. to tell people, you know, we, we got to get you guys in there. You, you, uh, Marty and Larry, mm-hmm. we've got to get you guys in there. This I, would be the first time, I think, <laughs> since I've lived in the Lynchburg area mm-hmm. that we would truly have a balanced board, mm-hmm. what I would call, a, you know, voices across the board being heard. And you're mm-hmm. going to see a change. When uh, Stephanie, you've got so much energy. I can't wait when you win for you to get in there and start boom, 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 and fixing things. Well, then that's the people need an advocate. And that's what they I do. You need, to, you need an advocate. Somebody with energy. That's right. But we also need to, I think, we need to see more of our community members coming to the city council meetings and speaking in those the kind of the open, the three minutes that you get to talk about things. There, More people need to come do that and express their concerns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know why they don't do that? Because in the past, they come and they do that. And then they run everybody out and then they do whatever they want to do anyway, regardless mm. of what they just heard. And and that that is, uh, you know, discouraging. Right. To people. Well, I think the reason why it's important to do is because then you can say when they run for their seat again, 
You could say, no, I was at this meeting and I said this to you and you ignored me. You are not for the people. That's right. You are not for the people. That's right. And we've seen them do that repeatedly where Mm -hmm. the people come in who have Mm -hmm. elected you, who actually are your boss, by the way. Exactly. The people are the boss. Exactly. And they say, here's what we don't want. Here's what we do want. And Mm -hmm. they plead and they demand. They have all really good reasons. And then they go, "Mm, we hear you and we're going to vote behind closed doors now. Yeah. And and it's not just Lynchburg. I mean, that happens in a lot Mm -hmm. of places. And it's just time for people to say, no more. We and, have to and this, fix the problem. This, right. That's right. And enough. this whole thing of, you know, we're going to be nicey nice and you're going to stand there and, and lie to me. Right. And I'm not going to call you out on it. Those those days have got to be right. mm-hmm. We have gone. to hold people accountable. Mm-hmm. Right. They do. And, and, I, and I tell people, hold me accountable. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, come tell me. Yeah. I want to hear it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and and I think your constituents will do that because mm-hmm. they feel like they can. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, Stephanie Reed, we appreciate you joining us. If they want to find out in depth more about you, where's the ble- best place for them to do that? So my website, stephanieforlynchburg.com, or you can get on Facebook and it's Stephanie Reed for Lynchburg City Council. All right. Well, good luck to you, my girl. Thank Hope you. you. Have a good uh, week ahead of you. We'll be excited to see how things turn out. Thank you so much. All right. Oh, we're going to be back. We're going to tell you all the things you can take in and do this weekend here on the morning jam start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the morning jam Classic.